Hello, everyone. We are going to continue on in our January series of cultivating a well-organized home. Last week, episode 111, we discussed decluttering and 75 items to throw away right now, in addition to a room-by-room weekly plan to go through every drawer, cabinet, closet, etc. And if you're following along in real time, then this is week one, and we are doing bathrooms and the laundry room this week. Beginning this Sunday, we're moving on to week two, which is the dreaded coat closet and entryway. So hopefully the ease and simplicity of cleaning out a low stakes area like the laundry room inspires and motivates you to continue on. So anyway, today I wanted to talk about the five rules of keeping a well-organized home. You are listening to episode 112 of The Raw and the Cooked. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and today we're going to discuss the five rules to keeping a well-organized home. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, a weekly podcast that provides simple routines around the home, plus raw and honest book reviews. My name is Dara. I'm a Midwestern stay-at-home mom to three young kids, and I thrive on simplicity. So we all know and are very familiar with the clutter cycle, right? Like things just get a little bit out of hand. So you do some decluttering, you do some organizing, and then within weeks, it is just magically back to the way it was before. And I don't necessarily believe that it's how much stuff you have, but more so of how you manage what you have and your daily habits for keeping the mess at bay. So here are five overall rules that I sort of live by and I find are most helpful for keeping your home well organized. And again, I'm not saying this is like a bulletproof system. Things happen, especially after holiday times or just around like really busy seasons of life. But in general, these are sort of five rules I implement regularly and it it keeps things semi-manageable. I would say manageable, but again, giving everyone and of ourselves just a lot of grace because, you know, it's life, it's messy, things happen. Okay. So the first and foremost, and I'm sure you've heard this before, is to give everything a home. So again, it's really not about how much stuff you have, but rather do you have a designated place for everything you own? And more importantly, does it make sense? So does everyone in your home know where to find items for themselves? Um, a lot of times the problem arises when we don't have homes for items um, and then you begin to just place them on countertops or on top of dressers or just other flat surfaces. Or that happens because the current home that you have for these items makes no logistical sense. Or the people in charge of putting the items away don't know where they go. Or it's just too difficult. Like it's too many steps. It like It's too far away from like where it would naturally land, right? So stuff just begins to pile up because people in your home don't know where to put it at the end of the day or just don't feel like it because it's not convenient enough and it's like annoying, right? So it just doesn't get done. And you can't effectively clean your home if you're just moving piles of stuff around, right? So the point is um, is to give everything in your home in uh, in your home a home that actually makes logistical sense for your flow and how you use your house. And this can sometimes be an evolving task as your kids grow and your activities and hobbies expand um, or what have you with the seasons, the weather changes outside. But for the most part, this should really be a one-time event, right? Like once you figure out where it makes sense to store backpacks, once your kids are home from school, that's where they go when your kids are home from school, right? Like you shouldn't have to like reinvent the wheel for something like that more than once. Um, And then other key items that like never seem to find a home is loose mail. Like you collect the mail and then you just kind of like drop it on the counter and, or like a tax document or like 
something that needs to get filed or baseball hats or loose change or like whatever. So the easiest way to figure out what needs a home or again, what needs a better home where it would make more sense is to look at what gets piled up on your flat surfaces at the end of the day. What are you constantly moving around What are you constantly picking up and putting away? And like, is it too far away from where it keeps getting dropped, right? Like if you notice like your kids' water bottles keep getting dropped in a certain spot, maybe make a home for it right there instead of like across the kitchen or in another room. Um, My kids' lunch boxes, we have this like weird little cutout in our kitchen. Um, It's really not in the way, but like they would just kind of get like dropped there. And like, it didn't make sense to like move them in a totally different place where I thought it would make sense. Um, They just happen to get put away there. And like, that's okay. Um, I don't think I would have picked that, but they're able to put it away in that spot, if if that makes any sense. Um, So yeah, that's just a small, silly example. But um, again, just look at what you're constantly picking up and moving and thinking like, okay, well, maybe does do these items need a better place to live? Because um, again, like it's probably too inconvenient or too annoying for the people in your home to put it back where it belongs. So just to think about stuff like that. Okay. So number two, putting things away regularly and promptly. And so this is an action item that takes some getting used to, but once you start incorporating it multiple times a day into your daily rhythm, it does become a habit. And so I like to, I I call these home resets, right? So home resets are when you walk around, tidy things up and put things back in their place. Um, I like to do this before we leave the house. If we go out in the morning or after lunch, um, and definitely, uh, pick up before bed. And the second part of this is keeping surfaces clear. So during these designated pickups, I just kind of like walk around and like anything on a flat surface that doesn't belong there kind of gets like sweeped up into my arms and put back where it should go. And, um, I think this is just more of like a visually appealing feature to just like not have stuff piled up with things and whatever on our flat surfaces. Like it's just overwhelming. And I think it'll just give like a general calm vibe to your home to like have flat surfaces clear, right? Like I'm looking at my dresser right now in my bedroom. It has one plant, one picture frame, and one small tray that holds like my watch and a bottle of perfume. And like, that's it. Um, It would be really easy for me to just stack a pile of folded laundry on top of it or um, my coffee cup from earlier this morning, um, right? Or like books that my kids were reading in the morning, right? Like just keeping that clear again, it just gives my bedroom a very calm vibe as opposed to like the general clutter that is just so easy to accumulate because again, like we're human beings, we're living, we're breathing. It's like a sign of life to have like things and clutter. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but like all in good time. Right. So like, there's no reason for it to be here now. Like I put my coffee cup from this morning in the dishwasher. Um, my baby books got put back into my baby's room. Um, and my laundry was like put away. Right. So like you just do these things and then it's like not a task that I have to do later or at night, or I don't have to wake up to that in the morning you know what I mean? And so, um, it just puts you in a good spot mentally. So really take the time to figure out when you can do little quick home resets, build it into your daily flow. So it's just a part of your day and you don't have to make a whole thing out of it. Um, so for me, I'm a stay at home mom, um, to three kids, five and under. And so my home resets are typically first thing, 
in the morning, well, not first thing in the morning, but um, as we're like leaving in the morning for either school drop off or a morning activity, like I like to do a quick reset. Um, the kids are in charge of their rooms and like their play area if they were playing in the playroom. Um, I like to do it after lunch or before lunch. Um, it's a good motivator. It's, you know, kids are motivated by food typically. Um, so after we've been playing in the morning before lunch, um, we'll just do a quick tidy. Um, and then, you know, the house gets really messy with play and excitement and adventure, um, before dinner time. And it just, it is what it is. It looks like a disaster, like a toy bomb went off in here. And so at the end of the day, my husband and I do a, a quick home reset before bed. And that's kind of it. Okay. So number three is to declutter often. And this is another proactive action item that isn't necessarily like a part of your daily rhythm, but it's something to incorporate incorporate regularly, like as you're putting items away during these resets, um, when you're putting away laundry, um, when you're putting away your dishes, it's just simply to be on the lookout for anything that's maybe broken or isn't being used regularly, or you no longer like, or hasn't been worn in a while, or just hasn't been used, or you're constantly moving it out of the way to get to the other item that you actually like better. It can literally be anything like a spatula, um, an item in your pantry, um, a cookbook that you never use again, or didn't really like a sock with a hole in it, that just t-shirt that didn't fit you right. The pair of shoes your child outgrew and hasn't put on in several weeks, uh, last winter scarf that you just don't grab anymore, uh, the baby bouncer that your baby no longer sits in, the junk that your child acquires from birthday party goodie bags, the sticker from the dentist that your child stuck on the dresser, right? Like, so you get the idea. I could seriously go on and on and on. Um, but once you get in the habit of being on the lookout for anything that doesn't serve a purpose, things really run smoother because it takes almost no amount of time to just grab that item and either throw it away or put it in a donation bin, right? So constant editing, especially with small growing children in your home, it's a never ending task, but it's one that needs to be done and incorporated regularly. I'm not saying it needs to be like an actual like to-do list item, just like mindfully when you have the extra time and you're putting away that laundry, like it's pretty quick to just grab something you know doesn't fit your child, your child hasn't grabbed in a long time, right? And again, like emptying the dishwasher, it just there are lots of opportunities when we're putting our items away to make space for other other things. So that's point number three. Okay, so item number four is mindful gatekeeping. And this is a hard one because it definitely turns you into the bad guy. But at the end of the day, if you're not an effective gatekeeper, then you open your home up for anything and everything that enters it. So every home will have its own unique gatekeeping challenges. Maybe it's an overindulgent grandparent who buys your child too many things or your husband who constantly buys, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, Maybe your child just begs for a new pair of shoes, even though they already own eight and you just can't say no. Um, remember like everything that you buy or acquire or allow into your home is yet another item that needs to be managed, cleaned, and maintained and eventually donated or thrown away. So like if you think about it, like literally everything in our home requires, I mean, it's not like you just get something and you don't ever have to think about it again. Like literally everything you own in your home is something that like needs at some degree, a like a maintenance, um, 
like it has to be maintained to some degree at some point or like a decision to like throw it away. And I don't know, it's just really tough. And I think once you start to really incorporate daily decluttering and you do it regularly and often, it kind of like gives you a different perspective. And you're like, well, why should I buy my daughter this dress that she asked for when she has 15 others that she hasn't, you know what I mean? Like it just, it really gets you thinking because, um, if you are doing the managing, the cleaning and the maintaining, then I think you are absolutely allowed to be ruthless about what comes into your home. And a really good rule of thumb um, is the one in one out. So if your child is gifted three books for their birthday, maybe donate three old ones that they haven't picked up in a while. Um, If your child is gifted three new sweaters, can you donate three worn out ones, right? So really think about what is coming into your home and it is okay to donate or re-gift gifts that were given to you. Okay. So number five is to let go of perfectionism. And um, maybe we should have started with this one because this is more of like a mindset um, item, but not every drawer or closet is going to be perfectly organized and sorted. Like you're probably not going to have coordinated bins. Um, and most of your systems will definitely not be Pinterest worthy. Right. And like, that's okay. The point is like, Every system in your home needs to work for you. It doesn't matter how like unpretty it is. Is it functional? Does it work for you? Does it help your daily flow? And so that's sort of it. Just let go of perfectionism. Like you're probably never going to get that beautiful spread like that blogger has. Like your linen closet will probably never look as like tidy and well-managed, but you know what's in there and you know that it flows nicely for your family. And that's okay. So just a quick recap, we are going to give everything in our in our house a home. Um, not only that, but it needs to make sense. And it is okay to stop and take the time to think about like, where does this act, where should this actually live? Like where, and it's okay to move things around and to constantly edit. Like that is just life. So just get used to the constant rearranging and it is okay. Number two, put things away regularly and promptly by using daily resets, build them into your schedule where it makes the most sense for you. Number three, declutter often. We are given a chance every single day, every time we do a home reset to do a super quick sweep and a declutter, get in the habit of doing it regularly. Number four, start becoming a mindful gatekeeper and saying no to certain things. Uh, A friend wants, or an auntie wants to gift you X, Y, and Z. No, thank you. We're good. Like, let's do, let's do something else instead. Let's like, let's have an adventure rather than like buy my kids stuff. Um, Number five is to just let go of perfectionism. It'll never be perfect, but if it's good enough, I think that that says a lot. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I hope these five rules that I live by becoming an organized person help you and your home. I'm really excited about our January series um, and I hope you're as excited as I am. And I know I just moved and I decluttered a ton, but this is just like a never ending work in progress, right? Like again, three kids, five and under, like there's a constant evolving of clothes and activities and hobbies and things and toys and gifts and what have you. So I'm right here with you. Um, I'm no expert, but uh, these are just some five things that have helped me um, tremendously. So thanks again for tuning in and I will see you back here next week.